priests um called father why I don't, I don't know how i feel about this one right now because it would be way too suspicious to just call them daddy <laughs> welcome <laughs> boys and ghouls to another episode of halloween is forever i'm brian i'm meg i'm steve and the church is mad what about <laughs> oh, zaddy though like what us. about zaddy like you know zaddy cause, yeah because there's probably like some attractive older priests and maybe in my mind all priests look old is that what zaddy means? It's yeah, it's like an attractive, like older man. Oh, like the type Kesha is into because she likes guys who look like Mick Jagger. Um, all yep. right, guys. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> I've never heard that song. No, no, <laughs> never heard that, that one Kesha song that was on the radio forever. No, uh, no, Do you I know think who I know. Kesha is? Yeah, I think I know. Oh, song this song. I'm a motherfucking woman because only because of Burt Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a motherfucking woman. <laughs> is that a song? <laughs> is all I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's end the episode just right now. No explanation. Just it's over. Um, all right. Guys, we are back at it with another some bitch in mini sewed. Um, and guys, we're balls deep in September at this point. We are full on mid September, which means we are only days away from the kickoff to. I guess amateur hour Halloween, which starts in October. I mean, it's the main, it's the main show. It's the big show. But if, you, I mean, if you have, if you've accepted Satan, you know, into your heart, you will have been celebrating Halloween for at least a full month by that point. Um, but for everyone else, get on board, guys. It is full on spooky season. Um, we do unfortunately have to um deal with a little something um that was uh, that was kind of inflicted upon us by the current champ yeah. which is steve uh yeah. steve took down the satanic panic i fell asleep steve i want you to know that this movie was boring um <laughs> but, but yes we uh it's I, a punishment episode <laughs> it was so boring uh. um and you know what? It wasn't even badly acted. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, for all those of you who are new to the uh, to the podcast, I should probably explain what the hell a punishment episode is or a showdown for that matter. Here's how it fucking works, you guys. On the first, we have an episode that comes out every Monday. On the first Monday of every month, we do a showdown episode where we have a topic. Uh, we have a whole big spinny ass wheel of topics. Every month, we choose three of them. We put them out on the social medias, on Instagram and Facebook, or not Facebook, uh, Twitter. We don't do the votes on Facebook. Um, our listeners and social media friends vote on it, decide which topic we should go after for the showdown episode that month. Then we each pick a movie associated with that showdown topic. Last month, it was Satanic Panic, um, where Steve took it home with uh, just a perennial banger. And you know what? Go back and listen to the episode. I won't tell you any more about it. Um, but that was obviously a spoiler. Um, Steve took it home last month when we voted. Um, so he gets to pick a quote-unquote punishment episode for us in the following episode, which is right this very second. Um, and he picked a little flicky from, I believe, 1999? Yes. Is that accurate? Yes. Uh, Stigmata, not which a once good, again- Not a good time. Um, honestly, remember it being okay. 
this time I watched it, <laughs> kind of sucked. Didn't like it. Bored as oh. hell. Um, yeah. But we'll get into why uh, we thought it was boring as hell and why Steve decided that we were going to talk about it. I have a feeling there's some reason that he wanted to talk about it because it did seem like an out of left field pick for you. Right. It just doesn't yeah. seem like your, 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 your cup of tea. I think I think I just said it at the end of uh, last week's episode where it, it was one. This mm. is a reverse Satan film. Oh, right, right, right. Because it's not possession by Satan. It's possession by a priest. Right. And the other is this film supposedly occurs in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so where we have that extensive yeah. subway system. Right. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's a it's a stinker. But interestingly enough, um, I did forget the quote unquote twist. Uh, which we'll get into. It's not really a twist. You kind of can see it coming, but it's supposed to be the kind of spin because you think it's just a possession movie the whole time. And then he's just possessed by she's just possessed by a priest. And then uh, then you're like, who fucking cares, basically? Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> we'll get into it here in a hot sack. But we have other things to do before that. Right. And also, uh, I, I don't want to forget, we have a fun topic that we discussed doing for next week. Um, the one that I suggested, guys, do you want to do that for next week? Have we agreed? I don't remember. You don't remember. All right. <laughs> I don't know that you discussed it because there's nothing in my brain remember. that's triggering. <laughs> okay, if Steve doesn't remember Best either, then you had a good... Oh. Oh, I thought that was just going to go on the wheel. Oh, no. I thought we should have for a mini-sode. I think that oh, would okay. be a fun, a fun, spooky time mini-sode, even though it doesn't really have anything to do with Halloween. Um, maybe we'll do that for a, for a showdown episode. Maybe we'll throw it on the wheel. But best horror butts. I was doing mm. a little research, mm. if you know what Were I mean. Were you? Early <laughs> about uh, wow. some good horror butts. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like learned some things. Butt. Yeah, I learned some things, though, uh, that were a little distressing, is there's not... There's some fun in, you know, your societies of the world. There's some Mm -hmm. fun, you know, goofiness. Otherwise, there is a particular type of movie and a particular type of butt that shows up very, very frequently. That was a little bit distressing for me, but we'll get into that. Wide and flat. Flat. Not even wide, like narrow and flat. (laughs) Every single butt is Sherry Moon Zombie's butt, basically just mimicked, (laughs) which is to say not much of a butt. Uh, Listen. I'm not trying to butt shame anybody. I'm just saying there's I'm like a, a vi- little bit offended. I mean, I just knowing my butt, like, you know, it's all about the jeans, though. So I was going to say a lot of these butts that we're saying are flat. You know, they had those tight, high fucking wranglers. And I'm just thinking of the boys, you know, like, yeah. let's just, mm-hmm. yeah, just hike them up. Yeah. Just hike Even them boy up. butts were, you know, flat as hell back then. I yeah. think what <laughs> at least what I'm getting at is like we're out of the 80s now and People of our age, you know, of the current year, mm-hmm. we're into fucking dump trucks and we need to get some fucking dump trucks on screen. I'm, I was looking for some big voluptuous butts and there's yeah. so few. They're all like really like skinny, like a bunch of the like late 90s to mid 2000s, like the low rise jeans that your ass crack was showing. Oh God. Like that is all it is. And there's just not a lot of big juicy butts out there, guys. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of frustrating. But you want to do a whole episode on it. I just think it would be fun to talk about. I think because it would be. I, yeah. yeah. Like we could. And it'll get weird. And I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. 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 I yeah, um, I'll, I'll start my list of butts if we want to go that route, you know. <laughs> Get on that butt list. Finish your penis. Finish Where's your snake penis drawing. 
finish your penis drawing that you mentioned before we got on the podcast and get them butt lists going, guys. I feel um, like you're dropping something that has no context and they need to know. It doesn't have any context. You should explain. So I told the guys before I jumped on the episode, and I can't remember what triggered it, but I put together a playlist with a couple of my friends and I called it Bangers. Mm. with a Z. Mm. And I said that I was going to draw or like create an image for this playlist that was basically a bunch of dicks that were just like intertwined like snakes. <laughs> yeah. So wrapped have... around each other and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a snake pick or pit what about of like dicks. A dick snake eating its own tail. <laughs> but it's like Oh yeah. Like it's an Ouroboros. Like, it's like big fish little fishing itself. <laughs> <laughs> or what if it's like the centipede but dicks? <laughs> Mm. Wait, are all the legs little dicks too? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I might draw that tonight. <laughs> so, like, each dickhead is going into a ball bag. <laughs> no, the balls aren't present. I wasn't even thinking it's about still the balls. Butts. It's yeah. still dicks going okay. into butts. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, it's but it's the like heads a- are dicks. <laughs> Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yes, I like where this is going a lot. Um, I'm imagining whatever that. Uh, oh, I can't sell that on T Public. They get <laughs> yeah, mad. But, yeah, they get mad if there's too many dicks. But there is also a. Uh, what's the name of that? Um, that freaking artist that uh, like everyone had the, this painting in their dorm room where it was like all the stairs going in different directions. Oh, MC yeah. Escher. MC. Oh it's an God. MC Escher drawing, but it's just dicks. <laughs> If someone uh, other can make that a reality. Yeah, yeah. Oh my MC god. MC Escher drive dicks going up like just fully three-dimensional yeah. um disorienting maze of dicks. I don't know what I'd get more distracted up by if like just being confused by which direction the dicks are actually going in yeah. or just the amount of dicks that it would take to make this a reality. Mm. Like thousands of dicks. Yeah. A, a peck of dicks, right, which I think is a thousand <laughs> <Peck> dicks. <laughs> Um, anyway, a hog's head of dicks. <laughs> Speaking of hogs, you boys drink a little whole hog pumpkin ale here. Oh, what beers do you have? That? Yeah, it's you know what Ooh, I haven't I had in a few mine. years. I think Stevens doesn't like Stevens Point make it or something. Stevens Point Brewing Company. Yeah, I think something they, like that. I think they do. They they do a nice job. It's uh, I've had it before. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's caramely. It's got a little sweetness, but not too much. It's got that like little toffee char thing at the end. It's got it's it's you know pretty heavy on the on the cinnamon and uh, and ginger. And there's definitely some nutmeg in there as well. And you know what? It's pretty fucking all right. It's a little like the spice is pretty intense, almost to a point where it becomes a little bit astringent. Um, but you know what? I do not mind this beer at all. It's pretty darn nice. Uh, hadn't had it in a few years and, uh, you know what? It's fucking pumpkin ale season guys. So I'm out here getting after it. What are you guys, what are you guys drinking? I feel like I can see the vines growing out of like your hands and your head Mm because you're going to turn into a fucking pumpkin (laughs) Because in this this mug, I have the last little bit of coffee I was drinking with pumpkin spice creamer in it. So I'm just balls deep in pumpkin spice stuff right now. That makes sense. I actually picked up beer on the way home from work today. Mm. I mean, a sidecar of icy light. Sure you usual. did. Try. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. White trash piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you, you, I see you've, you've even degraded yourself even further from regular Iron City to icy light. <laughs> Domingo. I, I go back and forth. You know, I got to switch it up. I get a little bored with one or the uh, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see why. What else are you drinking? <laughs> I picked up, so I love 
painkillers, like rum painkillers. So I yeah. found, I saw a painkiller oh, like by yeah. Prairie Artisan Ale, and it's actually Ooh. pretty good. It's like juice. Mm. I'm here for it. Yeah, I like I like Prairie. I mean, they do some big old sticky some bitches. Mm-hmm. But as far as some of their um, some of their, their is it real? It's real high ABV, isn't it? I think I've no, had that before. No, it's five point eight. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Shit. Yeah. I no, thought, no, and and that's cool because I feel like every so what I what I like about them and why I trusted this was because when they work with like weird adjuncts or like different flavors, I feel like they usually hit it on point. Like mm-hmm. they're the ones who did the sherbet ice cream or right, ice yeah. cream beer in. That was spot on. Yeah, I would go as far as to say they're one of the breweries that really like were pioneers of the gloop glop beers, yeah. <laughs> but but in a good way because yeah. they execute them pretty well. And then everyone right. decided to do them. And then most people, they suck ass. But like, yeah, I've always felt like Prairie did a good job with them. And uh, what's their other big giant something bomb they the have? Christmas, yeah. Well, it's, yes, the bomb stouts. And then there's yeah. like the Christmas bomb. And then there's fucking a birthday, birthday bomb. bomb. Yeah, all mm-hmm. that wild shit. That's what I yeah. always, that's what I see most often. Yeah, Steve, that's right up your alley. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I know. Yeah. Steve is just like, ooh. Birthday oh. bomb. It's full of cinnamon and 13% and just fucking get you blasted. Oh, God. <laughs> Shit rules. I would drink ten ounces and I'd be dead. <laughs> just a little zoom, just a little zoom, zoom juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you got, Steve? I am not drinking gas, um, yeah. but I'm drinking something with a little bit of a fall flavor to it. It's a uh, the Rheingeist crumb cake. Hmm. It is coffee, lactose, vanilla extract. It's pretty decent. It's supposed to be just like you know a coffee cake streusel, and mm-hmm. uh, it's like seven percent. So yeah, flavor profile yeah. on point for that. I mean, we're talking yeah. about weird. Yeah, it's pretty on point. The 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 back end is a little weird. Like it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't finish the way I would hope. But yeah, it's fine otherwise. Hmm. Sick. Yeah, I haven't had many of their beers in a while. Uh, I went through a little. You know, I think it was not long after they hit Pittsburgh. You know, where I was mm-hmm. drinking their stuff for a while. But it's been a little. It's been a hot second. So I, since I had anything Ryan guys They're, related, um, but. I, I like their ciders and they also started making like uh s- they call them bevs so they're not like full on s- uh seltzers or whatever mm. but i had like it, it was like a pina colada bev hmm. it's just like a fi- it was like a five percent fucking pina colada it's fine hmm. yeah well yeah all right. i feel like for them like I, i've always kind of like been okay with everything i've had but i've never found something that's been become a staple like i'll still yeah. go get sierra nevada or trogues or you know like these like breweries that are on the same size well sierra nevada is probably bigger but you know <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying so yeah yeah they never knocked my socks off but they're still yeah. drinkable so yeah. yeah yeah yep agreed agreed um <laughs> they're no sly fox episode we didn't talk about sly fox so i had to bring it up um by the way guys want to come out and drink some fucking oktoberfest with me check it out on the old social media no, i was so i was so bummed um and one last side story so i went to see last podcast on the left mm. with our, our our you know fam over here jen mm. and ben Mm-hmm. And uh, we stopped by Sly Fox before the show, and I ran into the head brewer, John. Yep. And I was planning to go in there to try to get some Oktoberfest, which I did mm-hmm. actually have one at um, Carson Street last week, too. Oh, nice. Um, but he just he was like pouring a cask, and he just handed me one. And I was like, oh, this is free beer, I suppose. I, and I don't want to be rude. Yeah. So I just drank it. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were, <laughs> they were, uh, Tapping a firkin of Oktoberfest on account of it was uh, the grand opening party for the Highline Brewery yesterday. It was the one that I had, uh, unless that one kicked, it was a hazy. The cask I had. Oh, they had a different. Oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. They're doing the Oktoberfest party 
next weekend. That was the grand opening. Uh, yeah, that was the grand opening party. And I think that was like the 113, which is like pretty the- lit. It was pretty lit there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yesterday was, um, was my oldest birthday. So I was, uh, obviously on birthday duty and we had a party for it, all that sort of stuff. But of course I've been drinking Oktoberfest for a month. So I'm already switched over to pumpkin ales <laughs> because your boy is the, I'm going to just start referring to myself as the seasonal creep, the seasonal <laughs> creep. <laughs> Because I'm drinking them, yeah. I'm drinking them beers as soon as they hit the shelves. I don't give a shit when it is. Can um, you shave down to only a mustache if you're going <laughs> to refer to yourself as the seasonal creep? Oh my god, <laughs> the Fu seasonal Manchu, creep, please. Oh yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, I was thinking about because my hair is getting very, very long. I have it slicked back like a full-on fucking creeper right now because um, I just got out of the shower not that long ago. But I've been doing this more and more often because now my hair is like if I pull my bangs down, they're like down to my lip, and mm. it is. Uh, very uncomfortable and um, distor- you know, disorienting. Are you going for it? Are you just going to keep it growing? Get a huge fro? Because yours is curly as fuck. Oh, yeah. It gets wild. It gets wild. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have a plan. People are like, what, what's your plan with this? What are you trying to accomplish? And I'm like, <laughs> mind your fucking business. Claudio Sanchez um, is the goal. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, you know, I... You know, see what happens. Variety is the spice of life, guys. Get off my fucking I'm just back. playing. <laughs> I just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> all right. So we do have some other exciting things to talk about. Most notably, we have our only um, showdown. Ep- well, not our only, but uh, this is the only. This is our second year around the old calendar um, since we started the podcast. And last year we did a little something in October, which we are going to uh, recycle this idea because we had a lot of fun with it last year. Actually, um, we had a horrible time with it, but I think listeners had fun with it. Right. Um, <laughs> we do a little something called the John Carpenter showdown uh where we put all of john carpenter's horror or horror adjacent flicks that he's directed or written or whatever on the wheel instead of having our normal big giant million topic wheel uh we just have all these john carpenter flicks on there and then whatever comes up for each person that's what you get that's what you that's what you got to watch that's what you got to defend whether it sucks ass or whether it's the best movie ever and last year we really got um just our mouths shit in by the wheel last year <laughs> on the John Carpenter showdown because mm-hmm. we ended up having uh, I got Ghosts of Mars for any John Carpenter fan knows that that is widely uh, accepted to be his worst film although I don't know if I would agree with that but um, it's pretty shit um, Meg you got the Village of the Damned which which you ended up winning correct right? for having the least sucky movie basically I actually village damn i like shit in your face sandwich i did i didn't hate that movie uh That's and then crazy. steve what was the name of the movie you had the something i got the ward the ward that movie was a yeah was a just a a shit sandwich um it was that, it was really doo-doo and it didn't feel anything like a jar uh, like a john carpenter a film Binks? yes it did it, yeah, was a George, Jar Jar it was a jar jar carpenter film it stink <laughs> it really was a fucking stinker so we got some of those off of the wheel which is uh which is quite exciting um but we're gonna spin that wheel right fucking now you guys so uh you're listening to this um on you know i assume the second it drops you're waiting there refresh 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 on your pad cat pad catch on your pad catcher app um <laughs> and then on the um so this is probably the week of the 12th perhaps of september that's when it's certainly releasing this 
showdown will be on October the 3rd. So this will kick off spooky season for us and be our showdown. So mm-hmm. um, I guess, Steve, since you are the defending champ, it probably makes sense that you get to pick the order in which it's spun, yes. which really doesn't matter that much. But um, not too know. much, but it does matter. It does and, matter. And I'll, because I'll tell you if why. something gets knocked out. Right. Right. Uh, then you're like, OK, now I'm going to wait and go. Uh, but it could backfire because we have movies like The Thing on there, which, of course, we all want. Um, mm-hmm. And it's basically an automatic <laughs> win. Right. Yeah. Um, the so, more options, the worse chance. I feel like you have more option to get a shitty one. Right. Yes. You, ha- you have more options to get a shitty one if you go first. But I I would be remiss if I let Meg go first and she gets the thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would be a fool. So mm-hmm. with that in mind, I'm going to go first. Okay. That's, I think it's a good strategy. Brian, you're going to go second. All right. Why do you hate me? <laughs> and Meg's going to go third. Meg's getting rat fucked. She's because, last. Because, Meg, you, know you, you won last year. John oh, yeah, you did. You won last year. Fine. You won last I, year. But so. it had nothing to do. I mean, yeah, I mean, it had nothing to it, do it with. Had, like, the, it was the it was only a, thing to do with, which was the yeah. wheel. I, also, yeah, exactly. As I'm saying, it's just, yeah, yeah, also, it didn't yeah. matter. Also, yeah, I'm, sli- I'm slightly guilty that Brian didn't get Prince of Darkness last month or last yes. week. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, you know, I, it's my That's way to fine. sort of make up to him. I have faith in the wheel that the wheel will give it. The wheel mm. will provide. <laughs> the wheel will provide. <laughs> yes. Oh, we should mention that that is off the list, which is Prince of Darkness. Because oh, yeah. We, Prince of Darkness is last, going. last week. So. Ooh. Oh, Steve got Halloween. Right. Fuck that. Starting with a right. banger. Just with a banger. Um, and that's going to be that's going to be the only one for me that's going to be up there with the thing, frankly. Um, that's my favorite movie of all time. But I, I, I don't know that I would pick it in terms of like over the thing for the best movie. I don't know. Right. We'll see. It's, a, Steve, it's our choice. Yeah. Steve's got Halloween, uh, which I'm fucking excited about. We, we're doing that in October. The, the 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 show is made as far as I'm concerned. But oh, yeah. this is, so it's all gravy right now. We got so that means i mean we have this lined up for the showdown then mm-hmm. we're probably going to do halloween ends obviously during the month so mm-hmm. right 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 yeah yep are you ready are, brian yes give it to me don't no whammies no whammies no whammies no whammies assault on precinct 13 um what is that no it's not horror really it's like a oh, it, it's a cool one? movie it's a cool movie has a really cool soundtrack um you know what? It ain't going to beat Halloween, but I'll take it. It'll be a fun one to talk about. It'll be a fun change of pace after yeah. we go from this, you know, the, the Halloween, the holiday centric movie. Well, and let's talk about it. That this whole John Carpenter one is like, we're just talking about really good movies. So we don't really have a theme. It's not like you're defending necessarily like, does it fit into this category? It's right. just a John Carpenter film. It's John so. Carpenter. Yeah. And like, yeah, the only one we don't I'm really have on like, here make is. anyone feel better here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, she, she's being all diplomatic and then she's yeah. going to get the thing and be like eat my ass you motherfucker <laughs> alright Meg she's are you ready double middle finger us in two seconds when she lands on the thing all right, you ready Meg see. we will fucking see so nervous I mean, Assault on Precinct 13 is one of his zombie no- motherfucking <gasps> oh, you bitch I hate you so much <laughs> Meg just drew the thing yeah this fucking right. wheel. <laughs> so, guys, I'm gonna be sitting. I'm basically Mac. Listen, I'm over on the. I'm on the fucking skirt over there of the uh, of the ring, watching you know fucking Rocky and uh, fucking 
What's his name? My God. Sorry, what? guys. <laughs> Couldn't control my reaction. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to be sitting there watching Carl Weathers and... and uh, Rocky, Rocky and Apollo Creed go at it. Apollo Creed. I couldn't think of his name. Carl... I can't say Carl Weathers. Um, are, you, are you basically in my corner just go, you can't beat him. <laughs> getting threatening to throw in the towel. Yeah. Um, you know what? This would be a fun position to be in because Assault on Precinct 13, if you've never seen it. Meg, you've never seen it. Nope. Uh, fun watch, pretty pretty you know brutal violent movie, but not um not necessarily pure horror. I would almost put it in the same um you know genre of of, of like the Death Wish movies or something like that mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but a really fun flick. Um, so we'll watch that. We'll get it out of the way, and then it's Halloween versus the Thing. Really, should be the title. Uh, should be Halloween versus the Thing, which I'm yeah. pretty excited about. Honestly, um, Brian gets kind of the best no press position. Because mm-hmm. yep. he just gets to choose who wins, who's champ. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he's he's already stated that he might choose Halloween over the thing. But well, I I consistently and for you know twenty years have said that Halloween is my favorite. Halloween nineteen seventy eight is my favorite movie of all time. I've watched mm-hmm. it more than any other movie on the planet by far. Um, but in recent years, the thing has creeped up to be you know kind of parallel so this is actually uh the more i think about it gonna be a blast because halloween and the thing are my two favorite films period um so this will be this will be a real real coming of age tale for me guys a real soul searching (laughs) spirit (laughs) mission um if you will so So, so there's drama for the audience because like honestly if i got assault from precinct 13 i wouldn't pick halloween i i I really love the thing much more and obviously meg does because jesus christ she can't even hold her ass together when she wins with a little spinny wheel. <laughs> I have watched My Halloween. My ass completely fell apart. <laughs> yeah, you missed it. It just, it was just everything in the kitchen behind you is just Guys, covered in an ass. I, I needed this win. You know, yeah. Even if it's just the picker wheel, I fucking I needed, needed this it. so bad in my life. Like, no one knows what's going on in my life. I needed this. <laughs> yeah, Halloween and the thing, man, that's going to be a tough one. I'm, I'm excited for It'll that. It'll be fun. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I'm sorry once in. again. The wheel <laughs> failed you. Yeah, the wheel hates my fucking guts. We've all established that. What would I've have got- been a good third one though? Like, can we talk about that for two seconds? Like, what would have you been like excited to actually put up against um, these two films? I would say, you know, they live would be fun, although yeah. it's not it's not going to be up there. Um, Christine would have been really awesome. I love Christine. Again, it wasn't going to stand up to these two. Um, and then what what other one am I forgetting? What other in like, the mouth bit? of madness is one in that, the mouth of madness is awesome. But that I feel like I might up. pick that one over Halloween. Like really? I really I really like that film. Yeah. I really like in the mouth of madness, too. There's there's another there's another it's just so visually movie. weird <laughs> it is it's so strange and uh yeah I, I i like that movie a lot i mean my other probably my third fra- favorite um carpenter movie is prince of darkness which mm-hmm. was off which was off the table but there is another why am i um why am i blanking oh the fog the oh, fog yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah, fog would have been a fucking blast because the fog one. is super just spooky in a cool mm-hmm. way um again it's not going to stand up to halloween of the thing but the fog would have been a fun one too but i think assault on pre-16 13 will be a nice little uh a nice little uh preface uh to those two flicks so once again guys october the third tune in uh for us to talk about that but also uh all the episodes leading up to here are leading up to that and through the end of spooky season uh we are going to be talking about some goddamn halloween shit we'll probably do a couple uh little spooky um mini sodes too where we talk about 
about specific, you know, Halloween holiday type shit as well. Um, you know, maybe some, some, I'd like, love to do an episode on, you know, like TV, Halloween TV specials and shit like that. So we'll, we'll get into that later in the year. We'll probably have some guests on. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but before we do all that, we have to endure, we got to take our medicine guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, we gotta eat the shit sandwich that Steve delivered for us, which is, uh, which is, like I said, stigmata from 1999. I really, in my head, I think had this mixed up with the, uh, what the hell is the movie with, um, uh, Halle Berry Gothica Gothica mm. yes I, I always mix this movie up with Gothica which is a way uh, better movie um, yeah. so <laughs> I just remember this film so many times I feel like it was this on TV a lot mm -hmm. at one point like because every time I've seen it it's always been just on TV but I saw it multiple times and definitely at that time I was a fucking kid and was like okay watching this and I was like oh my god this is so spooky and I love it it's like weird <laughs> um, but then were, watching uh, this I was like you were holy a, shit you were a Brooklyn um, street thug too when you were a kid so <laughs> if you oh remember my god, that, it's so spooky and weird I just remember Meg you know as a kid always being like hey what's this fucking movie over here it's fucking you know what? it's, awesome. it's, it's, it's it's all the fuck. balance of my life. It's horses and this Brooklyn lifestyle. <laughs> it's classic Brooklyn. Classic grew up in Meg. that classic Italian Brooklyn household. I would take the L home and then I would watch Stigmata on the TNT. They oh, know drama. Ma, what the fuck? You have Stigmata on the TV. It's Sunday. It's the Sabbath. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I, you know what? I, I like the theme of this movie. Like, I feel like it's a cool idea and yep. then is so self-serious and is so fucking boring. And the actors are so up their own assholes the mm -hmm. whole time. It's mm -hmm. just so mm -hmm. Steve, let's, let's, let's get into this movie. Cause right now it's just been me and Meg saying how much we hate it. So I did fall asleep. I actually like the last five, 10 minutes. I definitely, Sn snoozed. Uh, I like woke myself up going, <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> it wasn't long, but yeah. I definitely did. You dozed. You yeah, dozed. It dozed you. Yeah. It's fine. It was real. Yeah, yeah this yeah. movie will sleep you if you're not watching, <laughs> if you're not paying attention. It'll get you. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking. It's so dark, too. Yeah, it's like, dark. It's so dark. It's, it it, it is no like, one paid the fucking light bill in any building they're at in any point in this movie. That's what that's what's great about this film. And by great, I mean, it's just a fun like little time capsule is it, it yeah. is so 1999. So like blue. it looks so much like Blade and mm. the Matrix and just like I'm but thinking not fun. Yes, it does yeah. look like the Matrix, but like it's not you know, weird industrial uh, HR geekery at all. It's just like, it reminds me, you know, that song that like that band that's all over like TikTok or something redid recently. That's got a lot of airplay. It's that, uh, uh, it's not uh, the corn one, is it? No, it's like the no, it's not the corn one. That's a good guess, though. No, it's the one that's like okay, yeah, something yeah. Di Tom's Diner, yeah, song, Tom's, Tom's Diner, yeah. yes. So that that song is just this movie this movie yeah. is that song in movie form i will also say the only thing and then i'll let steve needs to keep going with this movie because i can keep making fun of it <laughs> is that like the only okay it's supposed to be based in pittsburgh and i was like the only thing they may have kind of captured with this terrible lighting is how gloomy it can be here a lot of the year i guess they did was, get that yeah 
Yeah, that's the only thing they got out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, anyone not native to Pittsburgh, it rains here more than it rains in Seattle, and yet we don't have that reputation. It's just spread out all year. We're not a bunch of crybabies, Seattle. <laughs> that's yeah, true. We're not going to bitch about it. Pulling our shit up from our bootstraps and <laughs> fucking toughing it out. We're not We're not a bunch of what, Meg, what, a bunch of betas, yeah. as, as Meg is known to refer to people as. Um, I want to say, I was really drunk that episode. I don't know if you guys can tell. I, I remember. Drunk. We were there. I, yeah. bad. I like <laughs> walked into the episode drunk. I apologize. Um, this is yeah. my my public apology to everyone. <laughs> public apology on the podcast nobody spends any money on and doesn't have to listen to. Um, you know what? One thing about this though um, that could be you know linked to Pittsburgh, I think maybe is I do imagine that Gabriel Burns' breath does smell like chip chopped ham. Mm. So. He just seems like a kind of guy who has bad breath. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I like. I don't know if it's chip chopped ham. It's got to definitely be some ciggies in there. Yeah, but yeah. It's like he looks like Pierce Brosnan, who's been road hard and put to bed wet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's, it, he's, he, he looks like he's a little rough, which is okay. Yeah. Like it fits. So but I was like, in that movie, I found him attractive. Which yeah, one? he's not. He's this not, one. In this, yeah, in this one. Really? He's not, oh, okay. yeah, he's no, not unattractive. He's just. He's just what, also you call rough. Me zaddy? Zaddy? <laughs> yeah, he definitely is in the zaddy category. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I'm learning new words. <laughs> All right. Getting into the movie Stigmata from 1999, uh, starring Patricia Arquette and Gabriel Byrne, as we've already mentioned. Yeah. Directed by Rupert Rainwhite. Who uh, he yeah. is? He he brought it was a pseudonym for one of the guys that makes Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You would think, <laughs> <laughs> but no. Rupert Wainwright has also brought us such things as the NWA Straight Out of Compton music video and the MC Hammer You Can't Touch This video. What up? Wait, the Let's same guy go. directed both of those videos? Yep. That's where he got his start. He started wow. by directing rap videos for MC Hammer and NWA. I fucking Weird. love it. I and oh then man. he made blank check. <laughs> that really? was his. That was his change Weird. from music videos to features. I was know that with Macaulay Culkin? No, it was someone was else. Blank? It was another little androgynous kid. Yeah, in that Frankie Muni. No, 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 it's just the I'm, kid I'm that. I'm gonna Google it right now. It's like I feel like it's a no name person. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's a no name. That kid don't mm. work no more. We Brian don't know who this is. Boz, Basel. Yeah, we Bonzo, don't know this kid. Bonzel. Bonsai. Hmm. I'm gonna call him Brian Bonsai because that's yeah. what it looks like. Well, it, it, um, what am I? Th- oh, I'm thinking of Richie Rich. I'm yeah, you're thinking, thinking Richie, Richie Rich. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was there was another one with Frankie Muniz too. I think. <laughs> Yeah, where, he, where it was just like, like little a little kid has a bunch of money. Something. Right, yeah. But, yeah, whatever. That was his big jump from music videos to features. And mm-hmm. then did a couple other things, then Stigmata. And he actually directed the remake of The Fog. Oh. Oh, that sucks also. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but he did those things. And then yeah, that's like the I last mean- time he worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that movie blew also. You know, that was one that used to be on Sci-Fi Channel all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. They used to play that Fog remake constantly. It, you know, it actually, it was it was among some of the better movies that were on Sci-Fi all the time. Like, there would be shit, 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 and then they would play The Mist yeah. or The Fog, and I love The Mist. Oh, yeah, The Mist rules. Uh, and But then I would be flipping through the old, you know, TV Guide channel back in the day before we had DVR and all that, and I'd flip through and I'd go... Oh shit! 
the fog is on like the, you know, whatever, you know, year it was because they came around, I think roughly around the same time. And then I'd flip to it, think expecting the mist and it would be the fog <laughs> and I would go, fuck. They boomed me. They got me again. Yeah. yeah. I feel Sci-fi. like now I'm questioning all of this too, because which one is the Thomas Jane is in that? The mist that's is the mist. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they're in the grocery store and there's the weird like religious zealot and, yeah, lady and, the fog and all the monsters like, outside. Yeah. That's the one based on the Stephen King story, short story yeah. or novella. I forget which one it is. Um, but that one rules. The fog was originally, you know, Adrian Barbeau. John Carpenter directed Adrian Barbeau and 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 a, a, a not mustachioed Tom Atkins and uh, a very, very young um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis also. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Fucking a not that young Tom Atkins. <laughs> um, but it's a it's a really fun movie. Then then they remade that one mm-hmm. in 2005. What? Five. I was going to say six. Yeah. Something yeah. around there. And it's a stinker. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. So that that's Rupert Wainwright's legacy is blank check rap videos. Uh, you know, should have stuck with the rap videos because those were bangers. <laughs> well, the, he he remembered his name was Rupert, and then right. was like, I can't do this. <laughs> they just called him the white boy the entire time. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, white yeah, boy, he was got, that a good shot? <laughs> yeah, he just got fucking swirlies all day, and he was just like, I'm Rupert, and then he fucked fuck off to he do a blank check. Thought he was real cool though. Ice Cube was just yeah. sticking his finger in his ear <laughs> giving him wet willies <laughs> yeah. oh my shut God. up white boy <laughs> i want to look up when what ice cube was kind fucking, of hard right you know? <laughs> yeah yeah which i listen i'm not I'm not gonna lie i'm sure ice cube could still beat the shit out of me if he wanted to <laughs> yeah um, but like back in friday like friday ice cube was cool now mm. ice cube sucks so bad i hate him yeah like, I, I just can't do it anymore he's not cool at all well, anymore oh man i'm gonna just send you guys some songs some of his like solo stuff after the whole like all of the nwa kind of like fell apart with especially with him yeah. uh man it's not it's not good it's weird it's creepy yeah. kind of oh man rupert wainwright is exactly as white as you think he is oh yeah he's english oh, yeah. Shit. i have a picture of him on a mountain a snowy yep. mountain with a camera around his neck a camera in his hand a scarf a he's vest the, and a jacket over it he and looks his hair like he goes to the feathered. alps all the time yeah 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 um, he's english of yeah. course. Oh yeah. God! Jesus. But I don't like it. I don't like his face. He looks All angry. Right, we, we've now got to who is in the movie. Oh, we can't damn. stop making fun of it. Sorry. <laughs> so the movie basically is a rundown of just like what if possession, but it was good possession, but it's still a horror movie because we have Gabriel Byrne as Father Andrew Kiernan. And he's one of the Vatican's investigators who goes around the world and investigates various miracles. Like, you know, if Jesus shows up in your toast, he'll be there to confirm or deny whether or not that's a miracle. (laughs) That's such a funny thing to be the guy who determines whether something's a miracle. Right. And let's also remember, guys, miracles are fake. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you're the guy who goes around from, like, a giant full-on evil organization <laughs> going around just saying whether fake stuff is fake or pretend real. Yes. I wonder how many grilled cheeses he had to like look over. A yeah, bunch. Like how many piss stains on the wall in a bathroom that but looked he, like he, the Virgin Mary and he no, was like... Oh man, this I have a perfect scene in my brain. He just goes and like he specifically gets tasked to a lot of food related um, sightings. <laughs> and then what he does is he's like fake, 
stuffs it in his face. <laughs> just eats it. <laughs> just eats it, and then all these like old like women are break down and, crying with and their all rosaries. These poor people who think they found a miracle are now sad. He's See, like, this no, is the church. it's a gyro. It's just a gyro. He's just got fucking tzatziki sauce all over his I face. I don't think he has to be as uh, like as aggressive. He doesn't have to be as aggressive about it's it. Definitely not. Come. But he just goes in and just like. Uh, I need to taste this. <laughs> and then he just, like, tastes, he just continually keeps taking tastes until it's all gone. Wait, Steve, that is actually, like, rule one in the priest handbook. Is yeah. If you're curious, just taste it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So also, here's the other no, no, thing. No, no, but that's also where you draw, like, you draw the line. It, it was not up for interpretation, but they thought it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is where yeah. we go into yeah. territory we shouldn't talk about on this podcast. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is too like this movie, right? Steve, Steve just described like the movie in a nutshell, which is possession's bad, but what if a possession was like actually good? But that's also providing you with the conceit that the Catholic Church is good in some capacity. Right. Like, well, and that's not true because in this instance, the Catholic Church is specifically like the establishment of the Catholic Church is the is problematic yeah the established church is bad guys but but they're just saying that like you know evangelical christianity is 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 coming from the good end of things i guess is the conceit which depending on how you view organized religion you may also adamantly disagree with that right so it's yeah (laughs) yeah this i mean again it's of its time it's you know pre-9-11 r.i.p um that the 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 wait are you RIPing for the buildings? What yeah. are you just all the people? Yeah, I mean, the building is, people recording on nine eleven. And in theory, we were two years away from that. Right? Yeah, that's wow. when the world changed. Wow! But wow. I remember. Yeah. Wow. That's when the world wow. changed. That's when we got things like you know all of our privacy taken away. But <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was just then. But hey, let's just pretend it, it was. It was after that. But yeah, yeah so like. Of the time, you had a lot more people who were like into believing religion was cool. The you know this was before like, even though it was like whispered about, obviously, and there was like a lot of abuse in the seventies. Like there was still just a lot of people way into the church. So oh, yeah, so like that's this, why movies this movie like would this would not work now. No, not not now because like it. This movie tries to be subversive. And it's like, what if there was another text written by Jesus that wasn't accepted yeah. by the church? Which is an actual thing. Like they, yeah. they make a lot of mention of like extra gospels in oh, the yeah. in this film, which they they do exist. Oh, um, tons of them. Yeah. yeah. I've been listening to a podcast called Apocryphals, mm-hmm. which go over through all the apocryphic apocryphal. I can never apocryphal. remember this. Apocryphal text. Apocryphy is the word I was looking for. Go through all the apocryphy, which is just all the, basically the books of the Bible that didn't make the cut. They ended up on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. If you will. Is this part of and your therapy? I am really, really <laughs> kind of been obsessed with like religion in recent, like in a cure, like I, in a way that you can't stop staring at like a really bad car accident when you see it on the interstate. Like that's Maybe this where is an I, off my conversation. Uh, I am very curious about. <laughs> it, 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 so it's, it's super interesting. Like, yeah. like you're, 
there's the apocryphal text and then like they're also called the gnostic gospels sometimes yeah and it's like you have like gospels that were written by mary magdalene um Mm -hmm. there's there's another thomas one that's called the infancy gospel of thomas yeah and that's where like there's a lot of stories about jesus as a child and jesus like fucking straight up kills other kids and then Mm -hmm. blinds a whole town for seeing him kill kids and getting mad about it he's like well don't witness me bitch nah blind Entire town. That's exactly where the idea of the god complex came into play. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It turns out he was real shit. That's my job. (laughs) Said his dad. Yeah, and then the Gospel of Thomas is also the one that they that some people speculate is was written by Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? And that's and that's Um, the one that's referenced in this film, right? That's the one they're talking about in this movie. So at the end of the day, I probably should have not fallen asleep in this movie and actually taking notes to learn a little bit you know because you know i'm, st- I'm still learning well, about this you know well there's all i mean it definitely becomes a little bit more interesting just like i said because i've been on this kick between like all the like apoc- apocryphal apocryphy or whatever and um and like i've been obsessed with reading about and listening to podcasts about the dead sea scrolls too um <laughs> which is like wild like it, it's it's fucking insane um and then you know just people basically there's a lot of parts of the bible that got cut out because they were not convenient for the the established narrative right. basically and they were like cut out by uh like not even not even the the established like proto-christians but they are cut out by like roman leaders you know just left off the greek the greeks had their way with it the romans had their way with it and then you know uh, there was you know martin luther and all that also that stuff that happened but also so um, much diddling yeah well there's also like so many books that were all but proven to have been doctored or entirely forged Mm -hmm. um which is so interesting to me that these that people live their life compl- not only taking it 100% literally, but making enormous life decisions and modeling their life around things that may or may not have been just like entirely made up and forged. I'm raising my hand right now because I do have a yeah. question. So in what you're saying, as far as something being entirely forged, because at the same time, there's still question of like these textures could have been written at one point that we're referring to. However, like they're not even to understand this fortune, they're not even referencing these potentially truthful texts. They're just like, ah, we're good. We got our own ideas, but under the guise that they, it is relevant or is part of the whole story. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah. I mean, so the things that make it into various versions of the Bible, because there's tons of different types of, you know, versions of the Bible there's, and, and even like the gospels, which are the, you know, the kind of, the sacred texts, if you will, mm-hmm. um, for for a lot of denominations, they what constitutes them even varies pretty dramatically by based on who you're talking to. You know, what sure. you mean? and like how many yeah. books are there are there in the Bible? Which ones are included in the New Testament and the Old Testament? All vary based on you know which denomination or area of the world you're from. Right. And that, I feel like that was always my understanding is like the interpretation of all these texts, um, which I mean, you find that in so many different things, even thinking about like philosophy wise, which in my mind, when I think about religion, I only take it as serious as I take like people like people's philosophy. It's like your sure. these are ideas. These are concepts. These are stories, blah, blah, blah. 
So, yeah, I just was curious because I find it so interesting how we can have all these like rogue people. But I won't interrupt because I am ignorant as fuck on all this stuff. What? I'm curious. But yeah, anyway, and well, continue. and that was kind of the point of this movie overall is like the the movie is a fucking paint by numbers possession story. Like it doesn't really do anything very interesting. The only interesting thing is that she's afflicted by the stigmata rather than you know, that. The whole point of the movie was to make people like curious about the Catholic Church because you know they have all these omitted gospels and then you have this you know weird arm of the Catholic Church that is out to cover up which I mm-hmm. think I think the movie would have been a lot better if they focused a lot more on the church being the villain because mm-hmm. I don't know if, instead of just one cardinal right. basically yeah or what is he, is he a cardinal yeah he's a cardinal he yeah he's a cardinal yeah, yeah. Uh, like which sidebar about that guy he always looks like he would be part of a like a religious oh, yeah, yeah. character <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like he has played a lot of religious characters anywho. Yeah, I feel like he always is a priest. Yeah. He went back through. He's like that type of guy who's like, oh, yeah, he just plays a cop in everything. Right. That guy just plays He's a, a character priest actor in for yeah. <laughs> if somebody needs T-shirt a priest. T-shirt idea, though, because of what you just said, uh, paint by numbers, but stigmata style. Sure. <laughs> Please so, make so, this so just just to confirm what we're talking about, though, if you go on the actor is his IMDB, Jonathan Price, who plays the Cardinal mm-hmm. in this film. He also plays Cardinal Jorge Mar- Mario in The Two Popes. So <laughs> he's there. You yeah. go. He's Typic- knighted. He's real, too. Typical he's knighted. Cardinal. Did you guys yeah. see that? Well, yeah, he also oh, yeah. plays Prince Philip in The Crown. Oh, maybe this is the last time I saw him. I did like The Crown for the first couple seasons. <clears throat> Missed it. Would have loved to have seen The Crown. <laughs> Can't watch it now. It's been spoiled. <laughs> no, the ending's been a, spoiled uh, for me. She died. <laughs> no, that, was, that was a that was a um, uh, Kirby enthusiasm reference about Passion of the Christ. Remember, oh. he's like, would have loved to have seen the Passion. <laughs> Missed the Passion. Would have loved to oh, have that's seen funny. it. <laughs> That is a, Passion of the Crows is a movie I actively avoided and I've never seen. I don't think I would ever have an interest seeing. I watch it. It's 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 not bad. It's super violent and gory and yeah, it's all right. Yeah, worth worth not like worth not avoiding anymore. Yeah, because it's not like it, it's they're trying voice. to be like a yeah. I'm mean, listen. There's other if you're looking for a movie to watch, it's not on my recos list. But yeah. uh, it's a you know. let's take shrooms and watch the crash of the crash. Sure, that's a fun <laughs> Easter night. activity for you, Meg. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fun <laughs> Easter activity. Open the Easter egg and I get to choose like how much shrooms are in yeah. the egg. Whoa! Yeah, fuck yeah go around, find, <laughs> go around, spend the day finding your drugs, and then yeah. you know whatever drugs you find for the day, that's what you get to te- take before you watch the Passion. Wow! Yeah, watch the Passion. It's just a cocktail. Yeah. things. Yeah, it's just an activity. Wow! You know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you find a Zanny bar and some <laughs> some shrooms. Oh my Maybe. God! <laughs> who knows? It all depends on who you're playing with. But yeah, that's true. But then you just got to elbow all the other kids who are looking for the drugs too. I don't think you should be playing that with kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kids as in kid adults, people your age, not not <laughs> literal children. <laughs> yeah, like Brian. <laughs> Yeah. I'll elbow Brian. Sure. Yeah. That's fine. I would elbow you too. <laughs> I'm not this violent, really. <laughs> I'm not violent. I'm not drunk. <laughs> I'm not drunk. I'm not violent. I admit it to be. Here's my drunk. impression, I'm Meg. In... I'm not drunk. I'm not violent. You guys didn't ask me if I was drunk. I just admitted on this episode that I was drunk. You, we you... could clearly tell you were <laughs> fucked up. What do you? <laughs> 
your brain well, you was you your brain not, was like operating I in like a even, slide like, show. My, like, I couldn't even look at my computer. I was like <laughs> staring. We could tell your face. brain was like one frame per second. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you guys even call it out though? Yes, we did multiple times. Yeah, it just got Not edited out. Of, it got edited out of the final no, episode. No. no, no, you just got you just like made fun of me the whole like saying stupid shit. All right, guys, whatever. Whatever. No shame, no regrets. Let's go. Just keep talking about this shit show movie. We were, and then we'll go back to it. We'll keep going on and off because honestly, there isn't much to talk about. It it, it is the standard possession. She. Uh, Patricia Arquette plays Frankie Page. She is sent a rosary by her mother that her mother bought at this uh, miracle site that Gabriel Byrne was investigating. The rosary apparently carries the the soul of the priest who died, and he begins to possess uh, Frankie, and Frankie begins to suffer the stigmata. Uh, Patricia Arquette. Right. Vampire right. Lisa Loeb. Mm, okay. Mm, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I, yeah, I I definitely had a crush on both of those uh, women around this time, and when I was probably fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, cool. definitely Lisa Loeb. That was my type. That was my type. <laughs> definitely Lisa Loeb. Thick frames. <laughs> yeah. Like quiet girl type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not quiet, but yes, like slightly nerdy. There you go. Parker Posey's yeah. another one that goes up there. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, there's. I wanted to point out a scene and I just wanted to see if anybody else felt this. It's after Frankie suffers the stigmata in her wrists and she goes to the hospital for the first time mm-hmm. and she's being attended by a doctor, a female doctor. Right. Did anybody yeah. else get the feeling of why is this Joan Cusack, but not Joan Cusack? Yeah. She does look a little bit like she Joan is a Cusack. Cusack though. Yeah. It's because yeah. she is Joan C- Cusack's sister. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I, I guess I, <laughs> I guess I probably just was like, I assume that's Joan Cusack, and I and I still don't care. She didn't have the nerdiness that I feel like Joan Cusack brings to every one of her characters, like this like quirkiness. So I was like, but she definitely, you can tell the Cusacks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just the way she speaks. I was like, why is that Joan Cusack? It's not. It's Ann Cusack. <laughs> oh, interesting. I didn't know there was I, such I a thing said as Ann Cusack. Their mom or something like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there's it, it, a third like, one. Uh, this movie's just so '90s, mm-hmm. and like every single person in it is so such a '90s archetype. Like both um, uh, Patricia Arquette's character and her friend in the movie. Both could have very easily been at that desert party in National Lampoon's uh, when the uh, Vegas vacation. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, when the when the daughter goes out to the cool the cool kid party in the desert yeah. with the mm-hmm. with the girls, they both just felt like they came out of that party to me. They they um, could have been background extras and hackers. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's even more '90s. Yeah, hack. It's just they're just such a '90s archetype of this. Like, I'm too cool for school. I'm kind of nihilistic, um, but I'm kind of like a school girl boss, dude. Yeah. Like, just, dude, I couldn't, I couldn't stop staring at all of the fashion, and I was like, yeah, I had those butterfly clips. I definitely wanted that type of blouse because, like, all of I was like, that's what I was staring at. But yeah, no, that was a mm. very distinct strong period for like how someone looked yeah oh yeah there was a very specific it's it's like as i think even like 
I mean, well, I mean, we're 30 years away from, you know, the the 90s already. But I will imagine that in like 20 more years from now, that look will be as stereotypic as like the hippie look from the 60s. Mm-hmm. Like it's so mm-hmm. of that time. Yeah. Just do you guys think I should buy some butterfly clips and start wearing them? Should they I bring are it already now? popular. Again. Yeah, I know. It's I know. Very I'm saying, but should I? But it, instead of butterflies, they're bats. Yeah. yeah, get into the Wednesday yeah. Adams look. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah, yeah. You know what, guys? Let's reinvent me. I was wearing a pair of Carhartt overalls <laughs> when I was out working on my car, and uh, my w- <laughs> and Kate took a picture of me when I wasn't didn't think I was looking, and sent it to my cousin and my cousin's girlfriend as like a means by which to make fun of me because my hair was yeah. like out of control and I had like a old car striped overalls on and my cousin's girlfriend who's like a, a quite a bit younger than us was like oh what are you like a hipster now and I was like I'm wearing oh. Carhartt overalls oh, yeah, no, and she was Carhartt like no they're like hipster. in yeah I know Carhartt yeah. is but they were like they're like striped overalls they're like the least cool no that's in like the railroad overalls. type ones kind of yeah. yeah no those are in those I definitely know a lot of uh brewers that wear them hmm. I have right. at least I at least know a handful of them that own them yeah, I mean, I am wearing a Carhartt so. shirt right now, actually, now that I think about it. But <laughs> yeah. and so I know that that's a hipster thing, but I did not realize that the overalls had come full circle. I, I wouldn't even use the word hipster anymore, but I would say it's hip. It's in. It's in. It's in. It's yeah. in. Yeah, I yeah. hate the word hipster. I just like I feel like it I know. has no yeah, it's, connotation it's, anymore. It doesn't. It Yeah, it used to when it meant like just like mm-hmm. a fucking guy in New York who lived on a trust fund. And like yeah. sat around in art but galleries, tr- but wore but like tried a big to look floppy like a hat. hobo mm-hmm. or a homeless person. Right. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Mm. Being going to get fucking canceled. Apologize. <laughs> yeah, they like were dressing like they literally like wanted to like look like grungy of mm-hmm. sorts, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? It was an active role. And you're like, why would, why, why? Because they wanted to mm. fit in with the bohemian crowd of people who are actually the, poor and art makers. But, but we fucking know. We know the trick. We know your fucking game. <laughs> we know your game, you snakes. <laughs> Meg's out there just calling out posers left I and right. I see you at Spirit. I see you at Spirit right now. <laughs> Spirit, Spirit the Lounge, not the Halloween store. That's going to be a shirt. Yeah. That yeah. should be a shirt. Powerbomb posers. <laughs> Anytime you see somebody call them a poser, powerbomb them. Uh, let's see. Back into this movie. Um did anybody else notice We're Portia? Ten minutes in. Yeah. Did anybody else notice Portia De Rossi with the cruise ship hair? Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't. You didn't notice Portia? I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't. I was. I might. I might. Like I said, I was really struggling to pay attention. Where was she? At? She was one She's of the other uh, barbers. Nails. Was she nail at the barber shop? Oh, okay. Yeah. And she straight up had white girl cornrows. Yep. Oh, cornrow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The thing is, she just like blends into. Like that, that like she looks like she was hatched out of a '90s egg mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, totally. So it's either her or I think about um, uh, Arrested Development. Like that's the mm-hmm. only other thing I really think mm-hmm. of with her. Yeah, same here. I didn't scream too. She was there. Oh yeah. Uh, See, but that's so '90s, right? To yeah. Me. Like See, that this is, all and this yeah. all makes sense because I mean we've seen all these things, but I would have never recognized her until I started watching Arrested Development mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, I would have just thought that's one of those. That's one of them '90s people I see. All the yeah, time. she definitely yeah. has classic white, like '90s white girl shit going on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, let's see. After uh, after Frankie is 
basically afflicted with all this. Like she's on that very Pittsburgh train. (laughs) (laughs) A thing that definitely doesn't exist in Pittsburgh. I mean, we have trains, but not subways. No, really. We want to go up a hill. Yeah. 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 We have the incline and then we have the T. We have the T. And the the T has always been the T. Yeah. And it doesn't look like that. Yeah, the T has always looked like the T. It has never looked like the 1980s New York subway system. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she Do we gets... know, Did you guys like, where was this filmed anyway? Los Angeles, Definitely mostly. Not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, they even try to use some of the more gothic architecture in Los Angeles to represent the uh, Pittsburgh skyline. But also, yeah. at the same time, like they catch other Los Angeles buildings in the background. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. They, I'm, I wasn't like the box office was pretty good, but I'm like the budget was probably dog shit, is what I'm. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I think the budget was like eighteen million, maybe. It was. It mm. wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't much because they. No, twenty nine, dude. Oh okay. Well, that's a pretty healthy one. But they completely yeah. made it back and then some because it they wound up, uh, getting almost a hundred million on the returns. Whoa. Yeah. And then it's pretty good. Then you have the VHS DVD market on the back end for more. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was a movie that was definitely one of those ones that were 90 fucking copies of in Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you saw this in the $5 bin all the time at fucking Walmart. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, it's also just kind of a universally hated movie, too, because it's so boring. The church was mad, obviously. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. the church does not like Aww, this film. Poor church. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you're going to be a big baby bear at church? The, um, they the accused other you thing. of being a bad guy. Ooh. Oh, what you guys Oh, Was you messing up all your molesting? <laughs> um, oh, my God. The, I'm done. I'm done. I have a all day. No, here's the thing. And listen, because here's one thing we have to when whenever I say things about priests molesting children, people are like, oh, come on. That's in bad taste. I'm like, no, molesting children's in bad yes. taste. Like, there is one profession that has an enormously disproportionate relative percentage of child molesters, and it's priests. Yeah. (laughs) There's no, you can't point to like, oh, also um, Starbucks baristas. Yeah. 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 Garbage (laughs) men. Like, they also molest. No, no, no. no. There's only one that's really, it's like scout leaders, which is not a profession. That's a volunteer job. And priests. Those are Mm -hmm. the ones that molest kids. (laughs) So um, that's that's the reality of the situation. I, I do think, though, that in this instance, the story was supposed to not necessarily be like, Oh, anti-religious? It was just anti the Catholic Church. Yeah. Yeah, it was anti because because yeah. the whole thing with like the 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 gospel what they were saying is like Jesus's gospel or whatever which they were alluding to the gospel of Thomas. The whole idea is that it's all about like no the church doesn't have to be this physical thing that you have to go to and do all your little rituals and do, you know, uh you know tithe and all that stuff the church is in the hearts of all jesus's followers like that's the general thing but that is of course very much at odds with the idea that if you don't go to church every sunday and get holy communion and have a guy you know do a do a thing on your forehead or whatever that you're going to go to hell when you say you can't really put it as anymore as like do a thing on your forehead brian because you got to be a little more specific 
because in my oh, I was mind, talking about like Ash Wednesday. Brain, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, you went right to facial. Okay, you see, yeah. Meg, Meg doesn't know all the little. I like, I was right with you, Brian, but yeah. then I remember. Oh yeah, Meg doesn't know all the goofy little rituals. <laughs> like she doesn't oh, yeah. understand well, Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. But you've seen the people that come it's in. Like just, you just put the tip in your mouth and then you. Just, like, <laughs> Yeah, well, that too, because, um, but the, the, yeah, so but you've seen the people walk around with like the ashes on, you know, doing yeah, the whole thing it. with the ashes on their foreheads and stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, genuflecting when you walk into the pew and getting a little bit of holy water and putting it, you know, on your head or whatever, like all that stuff that happens every time you go into church that makes it feel like you're purifying your soul so you don't go to hell if you get hit by a fucking bus. That stuff, you know, this gospel supposedly says like, oh, that stuff. Yeah, that's all well and good, but that's not the real purpose. Um, and of course, the the establishment, the Catholic Church and the bajillion dollars that it, you know, brings in and feeds money to fucking politicians and, and super PACs and everybody who wants to fucking, you know, control what women do with their bodies and all that sort of things. That's they need the money for that to Oz happen and they need the people for the money to happen. Well, and Doug Mastriano or whatever that guy. I hope he dies in a fire. Um, Doctor, Oz, I don't think I don't think Doctor Oz fits into that narrative, Meg. <laughs> well, no, 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 he no, is. no. I'm I mean, saying, he's, like, re- he's yeah. bought and sold. He's like a bought and sold oh, he's, like politician yeah, he's, that for yeah. sure, definitely being supported by like religious because that's his fucking mm. narrative. He's like, we gonna we gonna protect the family unit. Like I just literally on Tubi mm. saw Doctor yeah. Oz fucking. Uh, like commercials the entire time. I just think he's of a different religion, Meg. That's all. It's not. It's not. It's oh, not the Catholic. Oh no no. Oh no no. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I lump all yins together. That's. Fine. <laughs> I lump all those believers together. <laughs> Don't lump me together with these fuckwads. <laughs> fucking Doctor Oz and Doug Mastriano. I'm gonna live and- ignorantly as I fucking want when it comes to religion. These are the respective GOP candidates running for uh, uh, senator, state senator, senator and, and governor, uh, and, uh, governor of, of Pennsylvania. So in case you're God, wondering all this gross. local politics we're talking. Um, anyway, yeah, so so that's the whole kind of idea with this one. I, I, I did have a question I was getting to, Steve. I wanted to get your take mm-hmm. on this because you were undoubtedly paying a lot closer attention than Meg and I were. Um, was there... Was it... Be, were we meant to believe that Frankie was specifically chosen and there was kind of a butterfly effect situation set up so that she would end up getting the crucifix or the or the rosary and ultimately be the vessel and they intentionally picked somebody who was an atheist or was that happenstance you bring it up and i think you know what you're probably right that there is some sort of like divine happenstance of like getting that kid to steal the rosary from the body and then sell it to the mother and then get it to Frankie. And then the mother mails it to yeah. her. Yeah, that's what I took it as like, we're actively picking an atheist because this coming out of the mouth of an atheist would be somehow more convincing. It would be more convincing, but also more shattering to the church because yeah. they say up until this point, the only people who suffer the stigmata are like the most deeply pious of, yeah. you know, of people. And then... Should we say what the stigmata is, by the way? I kind of forgot. Uh, we didn't say, but we can just clear it up for the audience. It's just basically all the wounds that Christ supposedly received during his crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like the, the nails through the hands and the feet getting stabbed in the side, which was supposed to be in... It's I guess it's in an alternate ending of this film is that mm-hmm. she suffers yeah. the fifth wound, which is getting stabbed in the side. With the spear, yeah, with the spear, the Roman soldier spear. I mean, 
obviously alternate ending it would have completely changed the vibe because i feel like in theory she should she had to live so she would have gotten that one i think it would have been like donezo like right yeah she dies in the, the alternate direction. ending yeah 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 yep. and then she gets the uh and then she gets the the crown of thorn wounds as right. well and then when she's on that very pittsburgh train she's getting whipped on the back uh the lashes, yeah, the lashes. so yeah she suffers through all of the different uh stigmata afflictions and she also begins to speak aramaic and the aramaic mm-hmm. she's speaking is the the gospel of thomas and the yeah. fact that it's coming from an atheist and they've gone through great lengths to hide the gospel of thomas is mm-hmm. what concerns the catholic church and why they dispatched their agents to <laughs> to pittsburgh <laughs> their mib yeah their their mibs on their way to which pittsburgh. I, I maybe i missed it or maybe i was just thinking of it but like did they say if but in but in the catholic church mib stands for men and boys oh god right said it <laughs> What are you tattling the god? We were all thinking that I Brian said, said it. <laughs> I said it. I totally said it. The, um, again, once again, guys, priest molest kids. Yeah. I'm not making this yeah. up. This is no, boring. no. I didn't laugh as much. So I was like, no, this is real. This looks like so bad. Yeah, this is so, so bad. Uh, did they say if the the guys that they were dispatching was it like were they part of like the Opus Day? side of the church or i mean i guess that was i never heard that specifically but i did feel that it was insinuated okay. that like he was being trusted with knowing the truth but then once he knew it he was almost like radicalized against the church a little yeah bit. yeah so i i just i didn't know because like like the the thing is like opus day is always known as like the 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 cia fbi you know, mm-hmm. the, the, of the Vatican, yeah, the super yeah. like the, the the clandestine arm that reaches out and yeah. hides everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, she just like she suffers through it all, and then she tries to spout it out, and then they have this weird scene where she gets possessed by an actual demon, mm-hmm. which like I just thought that was lazy, like. I, did you yeah. think though though that was like a weird not I don't know if red herring would actually be like no no it wouldn't be red herring it's something that distract you from like actually who it is to make you think I mean I feel like it was just a weak plot point but uh, it mm-hmm. makes you believe that maybe it was like a distraction so that they can get this fucking I don't know stupid gospel out or I don't fucking know guys talk to me about this <laughs> <I'm> frustrated yeah <laughs> well I think there I was. Well, the other, yeah, uh, the other thing that I was confused about about this was like, okay, the intentions of, and I don't think this was something about the story I don't understand. I think it was poor writing a little bit, was mm. the the priest, the old priest that died, that ended up uh, using Frankie as his vessel. Right. right. Um, what the fuck was his name? Sort of an Father Alameda. Sort of an Alameda. Father Alameda. It's a cool name. Yeah, it sounds like a legit priest name. Uh, Father Alameda um, was using Frankie, but he was doing all these very subtle things. But ultimately, what he wanted to do was blow the story wide open, mm-hmm. right? Expose the the church for the ch- the establishment of the church for its hypocrisy and for its hiding of the true teachings of Jesus Christ, but. It seemed like he was pretty 
powerless in the sense that he had to almost set things up like a like a you know Rube Goldberg machine type of thing to like oh then she you know writes the story out and then this preach sees it and then they but then he can also just derail trains you know what i mean it's like it just was he didn't seem to have a real concise plan yeah. and mm-hmm. also i guess now that i'm thinking about it perhaps he had chosen frankie because frankie's a non-believer and she was going to hell anyway or something so he really didn't care what happened to her so that's why he didn't want to relieve her at the end i just feel like his death know. seems too calculated that it just comes off as suicide and he should have gone to hell anyway mm-hmm. but he like because i feel like he's like no i i did this and we you guys already were talking about the whole like what use the word oh you said uh, you're saying father alameda was 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 committed suicide you think well i'm 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 posing as a theory because all this seems too calculated like oh i thought he got knocked off because he was gonna expose shit but then still how did it get like out like through the rosary like how did he from the dead like be able to still get this story across. Well, it got out because the statue was crying blood. And, I mean, you guys maybe talked about it because you said like the whole divine blah, blah, blah. And it, yeah, so it's like somehow spiritually still like calculated out. I don't know. This feels yeah. weak. Your shit's weak. Um, <laughs> well, it's because God, so here's what I took it as. And yes, I do agree with that. But I think the idea was supposed to be that he knew the truth and he and his buddy, which he goes to see. And when he tells him uh, what's the other his, he wasn't a, a priest, but he was some sort of like Jesuit, maybe a scholar. Oh, yeah, or he, some was shit like still, that. he was still a priest, but it was like, uh, what was his name? Was it uh, Gianni, the Delmonico or whatever? Yeah, maybe that was yeah. him. No, 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 no. I think that was the other father who goes in to do the exorcism with with her. Um, anyway, I don't know. But it was the guy he goes and says, no, Father Alameda is dead. And he's like, how'd you know? And he's like, I saw his body in the coffin or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that guy and Father Alameda were on the the translation panel that were translating from Aramaic, mm-hmm. the gospel of Jesus Christ or whatever. And they were the ones who translated it and said, oh, this is going to change everything. And then the Cardinal was like, eh, 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 and tried to, you know, basically eh, eh, eh. smear them out and say like, no, you're forbidden to do this. And then they excommunicated them. And then I assumed that they caught wind that Father Alameda was still, you know, crusading to get this truth out of there and killed him. So mm. even if that wasn't the case, even if he died of natural causes, I think the idea is now he has been bestowed upon him some sort of supernatural ability in the afterlife to go into the body of Frankie through this um, rosary. I'm just going to be But if he's allowed to do that, why doesn't God just write it in the fucking clouds or something? Because he works in mysterious ways, Brian. Jesus Christ, that's 101. Because God isn't real. Um, (laughs) It's first day stuff. Um, no, I feel stuff. like right now, Brian, because of the knowledge that you have, you're giving this movie way more like meat than it needs. Pro- like, I'm, we're probably more. reading into it more than it needs to. No, no, but- I mean, and it's fine. You're making it way more interesting for me, but we're giving it too much right now. 
Yeah, he. Uh, it takes itself so seriously. Remember, it's a though. revenge film, and Steve was trying to like fuck us here. <laughs> let's let's not play this game. <laughs> he did. He really rat fucked us this time. Hell yeah. Because I just took it's it's an unassuming film, but you have to go back, yeah. you know, live twenty years ago and think, oh man, they're talking about all this Christ stuff, and it's such a like it's not interesting. It doesn't end in an interesting way. It tries to be a horror movie, but like for no reason at all. It could have been just like an yeah. interesting film of like somebody who got the stigmata, but they do all the they do all the weird like they have the doves as the jump scares. Oh, yeah. They have the doves. <laughs> There's so nothing stupid. scarier than the stupidest fucking bird right. in the world. And then on the uh, also, Steve. Yeah. Fuck you for doing this to Brian because uh, stop. Like you knew. I feel like you stop. knew he was. Stop. Just like, I feel like you knew he was gonna go. I like that Meg is standing up for <laughs> me right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually mad because you're just Normally like going. Normally she's deep. like, "Fuck you, Brian. I hope you get hit by a bus." <laughs> I, know, I, I have to like switch it up from time you. to time and tell fucking Steve to go fuck himself because he didn't balance. But um, <laughs> that should be a shirt. Tell fucking Steve to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um no I, I yeah no i like sorry i'm very stuck on that we're definitely diving too far into the of this movie because yeah. there's not a lot no there's you, not a lot you guys know but you guys know more about this so like maybe they're maybe the mentality around it when they're writing they're like yes yes we're gonna pull this and some some nerd who wants to like revisit all the religious shit that they fucking grew up on Brian uh, mm. is gonna like be really into this because they can all the like weird stuff yeah. that we're throwing they, to they totally thought they were writing something super smart at the time Totally. And like they thought, oh, we're so smart. Every, we're going to blow people's fucking minds that there's books. Everyone in the mid 90s yeah. thought they were so fucking yeah. smart. <laughs> like this is. Oh, yeah. And you guys already called it out for being it, taking itself too seriously. Yeah. This 10 out of 10. This is like Christian Edgelord. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like uh, they don't really yeah. go too, too far. They show like some blood and violence, but also like the ultimate message is like find your own religion and find your own way. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the ultimate message is I'm not religious. I'm, I'm spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which is how that woman would be today. She would. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She would have Frankie one would dread be into to, crystal into crystal. <laughs> she, she would have one dread coming out underneath her ear. Mm -hmm. And it would just be, yeah. she'd smell like patchouli. She'd be it's like, fine. I'm, no listen, I'm Leo, these things, but, but I'm a Pisces mm -hmm. rising. No, shade on, shade on that. Shade on astronomy, astrology. Yeah. Our shade on bitches. astrology. Astrology is so made up. It's so it's worse. Made up. <laughs> it's worse. Like, yeah. I don't know which is worse. A guy who was around 2000 years or like Mars moving, which, which is worse. I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde, so my farts smell different than they normally do. Yo, my farts do be smelling bad, though. <laughs> Mine, too, but that's because I eat four chip-chopped ham barbecue sandwiches. Oh, my God. Can you actually... Actually, Brian, this is... I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you something, and I'm not going to TM it, so someone else can TM it. You do your own astrology page, but all yins are focused, but it's all ham sandwiches. So it's like your sandwiches from it's around the city. Like, you know, what yeah, would yeah. what would be my side as a Sagittarius? You know what I mean? Like, like does Chris... Does, like... Does, a, does this particular, like, type of, like, pink crystal 
does it vi- does its vibrations match better with regular Isley sauce or a spicy mm. sauce? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, the jury's out, but let's ask the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was like a great video going around for a while there that was just like, it was joking about like, oh my God, I just need a white woman who's into crystals to tell me why everything <laughs> is going shitty for me right now. And I think about that often. Why everything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it's basically the equivalent of like all the like um, the new agey stuff that was really, really big in like the the 70s mm-hmm. and then came back again in the 90s where it was like it was all about. Uh, well, I guess it was late 60s, early 70s, where everybody was like really talking about like being present, like everyone's really into being you know, present. I'm, I'm, I'm talking I'm talking about that now, Brian. So please don't make fun of me. <laughs> are you I, are you present right now? Dude, I have a tattoo uh, on my fingers that says don't try. I'm not that wasted. So, yes. Is the answer actually to answer your question? Um, no, but I to talk about. That, I think that was I, so. When you say TM all the time, you mean transcendental meditation. That's <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> you're not yes. trademarking shit. You're just going TM TM TM. That's that's your mantra during transcendental it is, meditation. It is definitely my mantra for sure. That's our centering and present thought. <laughs> yeah, people who are really into like David Lynch Foundation and mm. shit. Did you know like Rivers Cuomo from Weezer like meditates like 10 hours a day? Well, he has the time to. <laughs> Don't make I'm not going to lie. I will stand up for meditation 10 out of 10 times, so I'm not joking Meditation's anymore about fine. this. Meditation's fine. I'm all about listen, I I'm just making making fun of um, you know, like people who You'll like this joke, get all their self-help stuff like from this TikTok. Joke, and it's relevant to what you're saying though is like you're talking about the 60s, 70s and all of that psychology oh. bullshit which we could probably go on a rant about all of that shit. But like the Enneagram personality test, which is clearly like been debunked. It's obviously pseudoscience, but I've, I sometimes enjoy reading it. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh I basically described it as a s- astrology for psych nerds who don't yeah. know anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, I like all, don't get me wrong. I find all that stuff extremely interesting. I don't necessarily feel like I personally get a lot out of it, but that's fine. If people do do your own thing yeah. and whatever you got to do to live on this earth. But I also really like to watch like Teal Swan videos. <laughs> Do you know oh who Teal Swan God. is? Did okay, uh side side story on this one. Did you catch um someplace underneath like Henry Jabowski's wife's show? Oh no. Um, I, I've listened to episodes, we but cannot, she's from Pittsburgh yeah. too. Yeah, 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 she is. But we cannot advocate for Tail Swan. She is a psychotic. No, no, she's the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah, she, she's a total she, piece of like, shit. But I find her so interesting. Like, yeah, no, she is. I mean, like, I actually, I had a joke. She so literally, I, like, encourages people to, like. To kill themselves. Like, allegedly, because I'm pretty mm. sure she's quite litigious, but she allegedly oh, has, has convinces people to commit suicide. If or, anyone, or okay, I'm just going to say this as a blanket statement. If anyone wants to learn more about Teal Swan, look up the show Someplace Underneath and look up the Teal Swan episodes because they deep dove into all of her bullshit. And I found it, I got more like, oh, my God, because teal swan started coming up on my tiktoks and my instagrams and Mm -hmm. i was like yeah and my older sister was the same way and then i sent her this episode and i'm like welp dunzo there like she sucks (laughs) you in with like very safe stuff that you're like i needed to hear that 
And then yeah, I mean, all cult leaders make sure everything, oh, like thirty percent of everything they say, is totally reasonable, I so sh- that they suck you in, or even if it's sixty, Dude. you know, two thirds, sixty-six percent, or whatever, you know, is. But then the other third is what you got to worry about. That's the third that'll get you. I seriously <laughs> should find the conversation my sister and I had because after listening to that, she just texted me. I think I almost got sucked in by a cult leader. Uh, she texted yeah, me yeah. that. I was like, you did? <laughs> like, I know. I mean, like, we all we all secretly want to be in a cult. Like, it sounds super It's so fun. easy to. Not like a, forever cult. Guys, yeah, yeah. yes, we are starting a cult. You know we that. Should, we should probably do some rituals. Um, all right. Back to Stigmata, guys. Can we, like, wrap this Stigmata shit up? Because we're not. I hate this, this movie. <laughs> I, hate, I hate this movie and I hate yes. Steve. Excellent. <laughs> Effect achieved. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Yeah. You got it. it. Well, I figured it would have got you both in different ways. Brian would it would have brought up a lot of past trauma. Meg just inflicting <laughs> all this weird ass fucking lore on you. <laughs> For me, it's religious yeah. trauma. For Meg, it's just a sucky it's just a movie, sucky movie full of please, lore she doesn't please, get. <laughs> please don't. Yep. Please don't equate them. Meg, Meg's not gonna like this movie, but it's gonna it's gonna bring up some real religious drama shit. Well, with look, Ryan. I didn't I didn't think it, it would get you an equal no, no, effect. I love this stuff. Well, you just told I just told you I listen to so many religious podcasts, um, not f- because I'm religious, but because I find it all very very interesting. Sure. Even though I am not a uh, 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 religious or spiritual or anything like that. You know, I, I to to be very unlike to like back up on that one is that I still find it all really interesting to learn it because I, you know, being more like growing up non-religious, I think philosophies caught me a little bit more, but all mm-hmm. of these things are overlapping. There's mm-hmm. so many, like all of it. Oh, is. Yeah. It's all just all one just person's right philosophy there. is another person's yeah. religion is another yes. person's. Yeah. So I'm always book, curious, you know? but at the end of the day, I, don't like even labels like even practicing stoicism like i hate even saying that type of stuff because i'm like Mm -hmm. don't don't give me a label i just i just don't want it because you can even if it's religion or something else well like the difference is like with philosophy you can find definite links so like you can go to nietzsche and then trace that by back to heidegger you can go to who's it marcus aurelius is the big stoic Mm -hmm. so like you can find the origins of that there and like you have like real historical figures religion is so mm-hmm. fucking muddy because of like right. who really wrote any of this and that's why it's interesting it to seems de- like more ego yeah it kind of comes off as more ego because you're talking about something that would be like this all-powerful mm-hmm. entity and, yeah. and at the end of the day that's like full-on i am this yeah being, it's more of know? like trying to instead of i mean like i i think of the difference between which i did not anticipate this conversation going this way but the, i i always i kind of like put the difference between religion and um and philosophy and like a way to understand the way you interact with the world versus the Abrahamic religions, which are basically trying to answer how the world began and how I need to act on this mortal plane. I so, honestly just yeah. like to simplify it even further. I look at it as purpose. It's like, we're trying all to understand why the fuck we exist and mm-hmm. all of these things, whether it's religion or philosophy, give us some sort of thing to think about mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. differently. And then religion specifically, I think offers more of like a guideline of how to have a purposeful life, mm-hmm. whether or not you specifically follow these things, but they're like, 
if you do X, Y, Z, you're going to have a happy life and you're going to end up in heaven with all the rest of your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you do X, yeah, Y, it's Z, pray- you're going to end up in preying on that trauma because like, honestly, if you think about it, again, we're getting way, way off topic, but I find <laughs> yeah. this stuff so interesting, <laughs> is the idea of reincarnation being exponentially more plausible to me than heaven and hell. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think the same way because of the idea of energy. We're just talking about energy. And then, but if I said that, like I might, you know, if I'm cool, I'll come back as like an emu. People would be like, you're fucking nuts. And then they'll be like, I "I can't eat this fish. I'm going to go burn an (laughs) L fraternity. Yeah. (laughs) Like, fuck you, dude. That's, that's That's weird. (laughs) The only thing with like reincarnation that I would be like, I, I still would never want to subscribe that have this idea of like oh i don't give a shit what happens now because i'm gonna come back as something else like I well just- i don't think it's reincarnation is like if you're good you come back as a bird and if you're bad you come back as a as a fucking a dumb beetle. yeah I don't know. <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm saying like i think it's more like you know just whatever energy you know energy never stops it Agreed. always is moving I, forward I, and transferred into something else so like yeah. even if i'm dirt i'm dirt with energy no, no, I, I, for being a very non-religious or person, I feel worm the exact shit. same like, way. I'm still Literally. worm shit that gave that worm energy to do worm, worm shit stuff. has an ionic yep, charge. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, worm shit give, you know, if I become worm food, worm food gave that worm energy to do worm yeah. stuff. Yeah, totally. Worm stuff. Worm stuff. Uh, I'm with you. I, uh, for being a non-religious person, I am with you. That's like more closer to, closer to like what I feel than anything mm. else. Also, I think polytheism makes more sense too than monotheism. Like totally. I, I thought it made, if I was like a, a person hanging out on like in the fucking, you know, fertile crescent, uh, you know, 30,000 years ago, I, you know, I, you know, following a herd of antelope and, and, you know, taking them, taking them out as we needed them to survive. I would have been like. There's definitely someone who's in charge of the sun. Like, we know that. <laughs> There's definitely, like, someone who's in charge of the animals. There's definitely someone who's in charge of the dirt. Like, that makes more sense. It makes more sense because, like, like, when there's... things go bad, it's not all on one person's yeah. shoulders. Because, like, yeah, oh, yeah. like, my balls hurt. So, like, that's, you know, that that's the goddess of the balls making my balls hurt. But I'm still what eating well. What is the goddess well. of the balls name? Can you, I don't can know you, why you that just me? really hit me right in the funny bone. I want to know what the goddess of the balls name the is. Goddess of the balls name. Like I'm just there, and I'm like, uh, my balls. Why do my balls hurt, yo? Testathini. Testathini. Oh my god, that is perfect. I was just thinking about that that SNL sketch with Tom Hanks, where he's like, "Please don't cut my testicles." <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you know, your balls hurt, but you're still eating well. So you you get mad at Testathini, but you're great with you know whoever's in charge of food yeah. for you. The animal yeah, goddess. Yeah. 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 Yep. What, are, are we are we are we are we still covering this <laughs> no, movie? No, we're just we're just on the <laughs> no, general no. theology and philosophy. Perfect. I love it. Oh, I just want to make sure we didn't come back to anything like should we need to wrap anything up right now with a movie cuz I'm loving oh. this like making shit up thing cuz this is basically what No, we're it, anyway, no so. I was just right. cracking up at oh man that I don't know why that tickled me so hard. Yeah. She Frankie <laughs> Frankie gets possessed by a real demon doesn't make a whole lot of sense then gets taken to a secret church area they try to exercise her and then uh fucking father kiernan forgives uh what's his face alameda and then they they kiss she was not into that oh yeah why did they kiss cause because they like each other (laughs) because a boy and a girl on screen they gotta kiss you know, uh, you know. Sometimes you gotta eat the body of Zaddy instead of the body of Christ. <laughs> oh God! 
That's another shirt. <laughs> the body of Zaddy. <laughs> the body of Zaddy given for you. You know what, guys? I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, the only cool scene in the whole movie, frankly, there's two kind of cool scenes. One was when she, right after she got the, you know, the stigmatas shit, and then she was in the hospital and she sat straight up in the bed mm-hmm. and screamed. That was kind of cool. And then when she is, you know, being, when she's levitating on the cross, that was okay too. Kind of a cool yeah. image. I yeah. mean, for as emotional, I feel like for her, I guess as corny as it is, I, like the seriousness of, like Patricia Arquette, I even now coming back to it, I'm like, I can get it. I can get into it a little bit. Yeah, it she's might be good. the only like, interesting like parts. It's dramatic, but I feel like it's interesting. It's just shot very weirdly in 90s, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's, it's shot like fucking Johnny Mnemonic. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic sucks too, but it's way, I'd much rather watch it than this. It's again. a way more fun movie. It's got yeah, a dolphin. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> with a brain thing and iced tea, um, and iced tea. Yeah, iced tea is always. I'm always going to be on board with iced tea. Hell um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't dislike any of the people in this. I like Patricia Arquette, typically speaking, mm-hmm. um, and I also like fucking old Hambreath. What the fuck is his name? Gabriel uh, Byrne. Gabriel. Jesus. Gabriel Byrne. I think he's good too. Please stop talking shit on my zaddy boyfriend. <laughs> he had a he had a real interesting 1999 <laughs> because he did this film. Yeah, and then he also did the other, the other terrible e- end of days where he was the devil. Oh, so, I was yeah. gonna say, uh, uh, what else? He did another one like right around that time too. Yeah, uh, literally same year. Trying what? to end of days. round out his whole portfolio. Like, mm-hmm. gotta be Bruce, gotta be double. No. Bring it back to Brooklyn, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which end of days occurs in New York. So there you Boom. go. There you go. Boom. Um, well, guys, that uh, it's going to drive me. N- oh, OK. That was the other one I was thinking of. I was thinking the usual suspects was like 97, mm. but it was 95. It was a little oh, yeah. That. A little early. Yeah. Great flick. Great flick. Um, and then, of course, uh, we didn't even mention that um, Gabriel Burns is in, in my opinion, one of the greatest horror movies ever made, which is Hereditary. Oh, yeah, yeah he, he gets set on fire. He gets yeah. set on fire in that movie. Uh, yeah. uh, spoiler alert, guys. If you haven't seen Hereditary, <laughs> it's been out for four years and it's fucking masterpiece. Get it together. Um, but uh, yeah. So is there anything else? We're pretty much done with this piece of shit, right? The, the last, yes. The last thing I'll mention is mm-hmm. the possible original title for this film was going to be. Can we guess? S- go ahead. Oh, it go starts with an S. It starts with go, s- go, go ahead and guess. Satan's. Pussy. Cock. Okay, no, to both. <laughs> Neither Satan's cock nor Satan's pussy. No, I said cock. I know. <laughs> and Meg said pussy. No, not cock. Cock. Yeah. Like, cock. like beta cuss. Satan's cock? Yeah, that's no, what I said. Not Satan's cock either. Okay. Sinister. Meg, did you want to. Th- sinister, no. <laughs> no, it was originally going to be called St. Francis of Pittsburgh. Oh, that would have been so bad. God. That would have never sold. That, uh, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> it, but you know what? That would have been kind of like it would have got it probably would have lived on better. Just kind of like, you know, blood sucking pharaohs of Pittsburgh. That right. movie sucks. But it's but actually it, it's a little bit funny. You know what would be really, really funny it is it probably would have gotten over more with the church community than they would have seen it and been super shocked. And they would have been tricked. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a huge trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then it, the controversy might have made it gone, you know, culty. I think it did. I think it already did go culty, though, because like, 
Well, it made a hundred million dollars being a shitty movie. I just think it was a shitty R-rated movie. Steve, I would put it more for the time and place of the type of stuff that was coming out. Like it, Mm. it feels like a nineties like horror movie. Yes, if I would have watched this in nineteen ninety nine. I would have thought it was a very like I would have thought it was cool. Like, yeah, you right. know what I mean. I would have thought the characters were cool. Like they were just they were this. He she was a cool nineteen ninety nine archetype. Yeah, it is yeah, not. I mean, she I mean, is her... it actually talked about like a culty film now? No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, I just I just feel like it it had like a viral kind of catch on at I, the time because like. Because despite of how like badly reviewed it was and everything, it still like made a whole lot of money for no reason. Really? Other than like it, it was subversive, I guess. Yeah, it yeah. might have been just one of those situations where it came out around the time that it just didn't have a lot of competition. Sure. Mm. Could have like, been sometimes that too. movies just it's like how great movies do terribly because they go up against fucking juggernaut. You know, mm-hmm. oh you released the yeah. same week of weekend as Jurassic Park, so you lost your ass. You know what right. I mean? Right. So Definitely. Yeah. Could be that too, but yeah, an interesting, an interesting footnote in the history and just, you know, it's funny because it's a film that claims to be in Pittsburgh, but there's really nothing Pittsburgh about it. Strange. No yeah. accents, no nothing. No nothing, <laughs> nothing even remotely Pittsburgh. There's, there's one other f- film that this makes me think of and it's a Norm MacDonald film mm. and the, the film is Screwed. And oh, I've never seen that. It's, it's, it's all right. Uh, I would say watch it for Danny DeVito. Mm. It's, 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 I'm not even going to say anything why, but okay. this film, it's, a, it's filmed mostly in Los Angeles and Canada, I believe, mm. but they go to great lengths to make you think it's Pittsburgh because they have like one Oh five, nine, the X stickers on things <laughs> and they have like the coroner's office is the Allegheny coroner's office. So like they go to great lengths to make you think it's Pittsburgh, but like there's no Pittsburgh in it. It's great. Yeah. Is it Star Norm McDonald? <laughs> yeah, it stars Norm McDonald and Dave Chappelle and uh Danny DeVito is in it as well. And mm. I'll just leave it at that because check it out. I will. I will. It's not I like good. all those people. It's I not like all good, those people. But check though. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. All right, guys. If you got any other suggestions for um uh, Pittsburgh movies that aren't very Pittsburgh-y, throw them our way as well. Also, <laughs> if you have any suggestions, which we've got some really cool ones in recent weeks here, which we have added to the um, uh, which we also need to do a uh, uh, horniest horror, which I think mm-hmm. we might add that to the list. Add it. Uh, which Ben suggested to us, but also there's other, uh, we have some other suggestions in the inbox, but if you have any um, mini-sode suggestions uh, for Halloween or for the remainder of spooky season or beyond, throw them our way because uh, we're always gathering those and we do have a couple episodes still to fill in for October. So, um, reminder, guys, uh, we are doing for our October showdown. So you got about three weeks, guys, to get on this some bitch and watch these three movies. And these should be quintessential. Uh, at least two of them <laughs> should be quintessential spooky season watches, which of course is of course Halloween. Everyone needs to watch Halloween. I'm going to watch it probably three times in the next month. Um, I already all watch it probably once. I used to watch it once a month when I was a kid. I used to watch it multiple times a week. Um, but uh, Halloween, of course, 1978 Halloween uh, from John Carpenter and 1982's The Thing, which is not a particularly Halloween movie, but it's perhaps the greatest horror movie ever made. So you should probably watch that um, during Halloween season. And then if you want a little, I hesitate to say palate cleanser, which is a solid <laughs> precinct 13, but a great movie with a really cool soundtrack and great sound design and well acted and, and just overall a really cool movie too. So check those out. Get ready for our John Carpenter showdown episode in some bitch in October. Also, 
also forgot to mention at the top of the show. If you want to see all the spooky season shit we got going on here, including a little live show uh, we're planning on doing the week of Halloween, our weekend, weekend of Halloween. 29th, October 29th. Which is a Saturday before Halloween, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, on the 29th, we'll have a little bit more information uh, for you, uh, probably next episode, I should hope. Uh, yeah, we're getting, yeah. We're getting a little close. Yeah. Uh, well, not close, but yeah, we got we got well over a month yet. But in any case, uh, we're going to do a live little live Halloween party show situation on the 29th of October. If you want all that information on your social medias, go follow us on all them social media platforms. We're at Halloween is forever on Instagram at Halloween forever on Twitter. Halloween is forever podcast on Facebook. Halloween is forever at Halloween is forever rather on the Tiki Talkies or um, Halloween is forever pod at gmail.com. If you want to send us one of them old fashioned emails. Um, we guys. are over a hundred followers on the TikTok. Whoa, we did it. We're approaching 10,000 on the Instagram as well. So go follow us so we can get to 10,000 by Halloween. I think that's a reasonable ask. Super reasonable. I think we're going to do it. So get over there, you some bitches, and follow us and interact with us on the social medias as well. And uh, yeah, we also have some fun Halloween episodes from last year. If you're looking for some specific Halloween uh, uh, content, I know a lot of new listeners join us this time of year. Uh, we did some cool Halloween-specific episodes last year as well, which you can go back through them archives and listen to as well. Anything else that we need to touch on? That's it, pretty much? Nah, brah. Guys, better start playing them costumes. I, I think I already have something in mind. Yeah. You know, got something in mind, bro. My kids know what they're being. I do not. Um, I was thinking about being uh, something I've never been, surprisingly, which is just going fucking Wolfman with it. Oh, mm. shit. That seems appropriate. Keep growing your hair. Yeah, I might just go full on Wolfman because I've I've done the Frank I've done been a dang Frankenstein. I've done been a dang Dracula. I was just a Dracula year before last. <laughs> um, I've never been a dang Wolfman, so I might Seems go that so direction this year. We'll it see. might it might be too late, but I'll just pitch something with yeah. just one word. Yeah, wear a garf. <laughs> <gasps> Oh. oh, that's a good idea. Wear Garf. Dang, I'm looking at my Garfield costume right now. But Do you have it on hmm. a mannequin in your room now? I well, I have it on my skeleton friend that sits on my there chair here with the with my with the belt, which is currently belongs to Steve, but is draped over his shoulder right here beside me. He um, keeps it safe so it stares at you and reminds you of who rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Join us next week where we may or may not talk about our favorite horror butts. Uh, for the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve Mata. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so upset with you. Like, you claimed that. Oh my God, I hate you. Steve Mata, fuck you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.